Hey there, and welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com, and I aim to be your boss's worst nightmare. Well, it's still Friday, the 14th of October, 2016, and here's where I start my uh, my catch-up after a, a week away from podcasting. And again, uh, no, I apologised already for that. I'm hoping that apology was enough. But just in case you didn't listen to the previous podcast, please accept my apologies. Uh, there was a bit of a week's break while I was off doing other things. Now, rather ironically, what I want to talk about now is repetition and repetition-reducing resistance. You see, I set out, didn't I? I've told you before that I've set out to record five of these a week, roughly. Uh, It's not an absolute commitment, but the idea is that I record five of these a week, one for each weekday. I may not record them uh, one per day, Monday through to Friday. In fact, I may record all five a weekend or whatever, but the aim is that you have five of these to listen to every week. And I've fallen down on that job this week. And the way I achieve that is, when I do achieve it, is by regular repetition. And that repetition uh, reduces resistance. I can tell you that before I sat down to record my very first podcast, and this is podcast number, I think, 89, so it's 89 podcasts ago, before I sat down to do that, there was an awful lot of resistance. And I was making all sorts of excuses as to why I shouldn't do that, why I knew it was a good idea, but hey, what if this happens or what if that happens? And what if people don't like my voice? What if people don't like what I have to say? What if people aren't prepared to listen to my message? What if people never find the podcast? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? There were all these reasons going through my head. I could find find thousands of them. These reasons why I shouldn't sit down and just record a podcast. But the thing is, I knew I wanted a podcast. I wanted to get my message out there and I wanted to get to the point where at least a thousand people a day were listening to that message. Now, how do you get to a thousand people a day listening to your message or more listening to the message? Well, it's simple. You start by getting one person to listen to it, don't you? That's all the reason I needed to record that first podcast. It was that one person might listen to it. And it didn't matter, and it won't matter for you, whether that one person who's listening initially is your partner. So the first person I played my recording to before I actually uploaded it as a podcast was Carol. said, here, come and listen to what you think to this. And she said, yeah, it's okay. Uh, probably damning with faint praise, but, you know, she was she didn't say it was rubbish, put it like that. She said, yeah, it was okay, let's get it out there. And so I did. And more people have listened to it, and more people have listened to it. And funny enough, still more people are listening to that podcast pretty much every day, that very first one. I see that uh, the downloads for that very first one increasing every day, and as indeed they all do. And ever since that first podcast, each one that I've released, each one that I've recorded, has become easier and easier to record. Now, I still spend time afterwards editing because I've got one of these brains that goes ping, 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 ping. I'm constantly interrupting myself. I'll start a sentence and then I'll think of something else to say and I'll dive in and do that sort of stuff. So I have to go back and edit these. Now, you're probably thinking, gosh, they must sound dreadful before he edits them. Um, Probably not so bad, but in deference to you and because I want to squeeze as much information into as short a time as possible for you, I do edit them. So what starts out maybe 25, 30 minutes long as a recording ends up 
coming downloaded to you at about 50 minutes. It's because I'm just editing out all the ums and ers and oohs and all that sort of stuff. And as I say, where I repeat myself, and I, there I go repeating myself from earlier, and where I interrupt myself a lot, which is what I'm constantly doing. But funny thing is, I don't do that when I'm making a presentation in front of people live. It's only when I'm sat here recording. And I'm doing this without a script. That should be obvious to anybody. Now, going back to this idea of this repetition, that repetition is also important when you're trying to overcome your own conditioning, the story that you've told yourself. I'm going to use my little dog, Jack. Jack is our Jack Russell Terrier. If you regularly listen to this, you, you know about Jack. He's, uh, he's a great little guy. Now, Jack didn't come to us as a puppy. Jack was actually nearly two years old when he came to us. We adopted him from a, a rescue centre. In fact, we were the third family to adopt him because, sadly, others hadn't managed it. Now, I'm not saying that we're better or more resilient. It was just that those families weren't in the best position to take on a, a lively Jack Russell. Um, they probably underestimated what was needed. And I'm fortunate because I'm at home and uh, I can uh, be with him and that sort of stuff. But when he came to us, he was pretty much house-trained, but that was about it. He couldn't walk on a lead. He would pull and pull and pull until he was choking himself uh, and making himself ill. But obviously we needed to exercise him. He also, and still does, I'm afraid, chase small furry things, including neighbours' cats and that sort of stuff. So we can't walk him off the lead. He will dive off the, the red mist descends. He's a typical terrier. But what we've been able to do with regular repetition is change his conditioning in certain areas. There's some things that we can't we can't uh, overcome, certain things that are, are just in his nature and we've not been able to achieve. Maybe if we'd he'd come to us as a puppy. But when he was pulling on the lead, this is quite simple. When he was pulling on the lead, we didn't yank back. We didn't pull him back. We didn't um, try to shock him out of it. We just stopped. We stopped walking and just let him pull and pull and pull. We would be just standing still. And eventually, Jack realised that he was getting nowhere. He'd pull and pull and pull. He was getting nowhere. And so he would slowly walk back towards us. And then we'd start walking again. And he'd start pulling again. So we'd stop. And he'd pull and pull and pull. But again, he'd realise that he was going nowhere. And so he'd walk back towards us. And we'd do this regularly. And after three or four days of doing this, he eventually realised that I'm not getting anywhere if I'm doing that. And so we were able to change the conditioning. And so he would walk well on a lead. And then we got so that we'd carry a treat in our hand. And if he'd walk by us and every now and then, he'd look up and we'd pass him a treat for being good and walking to heel. And so that's how he now uh, walks well on a lead. Uh, let me qualify that. He walks well on a lead unless there's a cat. <laughs> if there's a cat, um, he still wants to, <laughs> to get at that cat as quickly as possible. I don't think he wants to play with it. But it's the same with us. If we feel that there's, some, there's a story we're telling ourselves, or if there's something we don't enjoy doing, if there's some ingrained habit that we want to get rid of, we can just by repeating a new habit just by doing something different but by constantly repeating it by instilling a new habit if we just repeat over and over again which is 
sort of what I do. And now I've got to hold my hand up. I, I've fallen down badly on this, but I've got to hold my hand up. But that's sort of what I do with this podcast to start with. There was a lot of resistance there, but I kept repeating it. And I sort of conditioned myself to sit here and try not to repeat myself as much as possible. I still throw in too many ums and ers and sort ofs and all that sort of stuff. You've probably picked up some of those already, although I might edit a few of them out. But try just conditioning yourself, reconditioning yourself. I've already talked, in fact, I'll talk again sometime soon about how I gave up smoking, because I think that was important. If you smoke, or if you um, use anything else that's not too good for you, uh, it may help. It's very simple, but it may help. But I've talked about that, and that was simply by repeating an action, by repeating an action until that action became habit. Now, I have to say that some things this cannot work for. I mean, there... I've already mentioned that Jack and his cat chasing and small furry animal chasing, that sort of stuff, uh, we, we've just not been able to, to do anything about that. Also, sadly, it's become apparent that part of the time when, I, I don't know if it was in one of the rescue homes or one of the homes that he was rescued from, Jack had clearly been ill-treated. And how do I know that? It's because um, some time ago we used to we used to get newspapers. I don't know if you still do this, but we no longer get newspapers delivered because there's this online thing we can get all our news there. Uh, but we used to get newspapers delivered, and uh, one day the newspaper was stuck in, here in the UK. We don't have the sort of post boxes at the um, at the end of the garden that the mail is in and that sort of stuff. We have a letterbox in the door, and that's where the paper boy pushes the newspaper as well. Well, one day the, the newspaper was still stuck in the letterbox and I pulled it out. And so I'd got a rolled up newspaper in my hand and Jack saw this and he literally shot across the room and cowered in a corner. So I know, I know at some stage in the past, he has a bad memory of somebody with a rolled up newspaper and it breaks my heart. Now, the other day we were walking down the high street and somebody was walking from the village store with a rolled up newspaper in his hand. And Jack reacted in exactly the same way again. He was pulling away so hard, pulling back from me, and he pulled out, pulled out into the road, which could have been very nasty. So there's something deep and ingrained there. So what the reason I bring that up is if you're trying to get rid of something that's a bad memory, that's deep and ingrained, get help. Get help with that. This is not about this this is not i'm certainly not offering any psychological help here if you need that you need to get professional help on that to to deal with those sort of issues because they could be holding you back in the meantime look i'm with you Uh, if i can support you in any way i'd be happy to do that but i'm not the guy to offer advice on that what i'm talking about though is that the little habits that maybe we have that we shouldn't have that we want to break or maybe the habits that we want to instill in ourselves and we can best do we can best get rid of the bad habits by instilling new good habits that's all i'm saying so that's what i wanted to talk about here it was this idea of getting new habits and the fact that repetition does reduce resistance the more you do a thing the less resistant you become to it i've talked again i'm going to repeat what i talked about in an earlier podcast i talked about the fact that when i made my first public presentation back in when I was in corporate life I made a I was nervous as hell after a few of them I couldn't wait to get out there they became my favorite part of that job so if you're right now thinking 
I want to do this, but oh gosh, there are all these reasons why I can't. And and really, I don't understand this. I don't just do it. Just do it. Now, I'm not saying. I, I let me repeat this again. I'm not saying do that and go in tomorrow and tell the boss you're quitting. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is if you know that you have a purpose that you want to serve, start working on developing the skills, developing the knowledge that you need to go and serve that purpose and build yourself into a strong position so that you can go out there and do it. And if that means talking to people and you're not comfortable doing that, well, make yourself talk to people and you'll become more comfortable than that. If it means picking up the phone and making a phone call and you're uncomfortable about that, pick up the phone, make that phone call, feel uncomfortable. The next time you do it, you'll be less uncomfortable and less uncomfortable. And the thing is, once you put the phone down, after having done it, I guarantee you'll be thinking, what was I worried about? What was all that about? How crazy was that? I got so worked up about that and I'm here, I'm alive, I'm still healthy, I'm still well, I'm still breathing, still got a roof over my head. Nothing dreadful happened. Even if the person on the other end of the line said no, that's the worst thing that can happen in those circumstances. So get on and do it. Get on and make that presentation. Get on and talk to that crowd of people. Get on and tell people, put it out there. That's the other thing. Put it out there. Tell people what you're doing. Maybe not your boss just yet, but tell people what you're doing because that way they will hold you accountable. And accountability is a fantastic thing. Look, I'm skiing off piste a bit there. What I really wanted to talk about, though, was this, this idea of constant repetition, doing a little bit every day. And yeah, I know, I know, it's sort of ironic when I had a week away from doing these regular podcasts. And yeah, you can, you can point at me and laugh. That's okay. I, I, I can take it. I've got a thick skin. I'll just cry myself to sleep tonight. But look, seriously, constant repetition. Develop those good habits. Do a little bit every day. Do a little bit of creation every day. Creating creating stuff is so fantastic. If you get to the end of the day and you've created something, now that can be anything. It can be something physical. It can be something. It could be your own podcast. It can be your own recording. It could be a blog post. It could even be a post on Facebook that you're particularly proud of. If you create something and at the end of the day you can point at it and say, that's what I did today. See that there? I did that today. This morning, that didn't exist. Boy, that's a feeling. That is a feeling. Look, I've rabbited on, or skied off piece a bit there, but I'm hoping you get the drift. It's get on and do it. Get on and do it regularly. If you haven't left me that review yet and that rating, please do so. Head over to iTunes and do that now. It's so important. And the reason I ask you that so regularly is that it helps this podcast rise in the rankings and it helps other people, people like you, find it. And that would be fantastic. If you want to hit me up, you can always do that on Twitter at Aussie Air or you can email me directly, Aussie at whensmytime.com. Aussie at whensmytime.com. Thank you so much indeed again for listening. I've been Aussie Air, founder of whensmytime.com. And I'm here to tell you, your time is now.